to another episode of the Unpublished Podcast. My name is Amy. I'm James. And we were just discussing whether this is the beginning of season six or the beginning of us scrapping seasons altogether. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't even know why we have seasons. I think it's so we could take breaks, mm. which is great. But also you can still do that with regular yeah. episodes. Oops, I just bashed the mic. Um, and yeah, I don't know. The, the trouble with going to... No, not having seasons is I'm going to have to go back through all the episodes and I'm going to have to number them. Like, I reckon this is the beginning the of season okay, six. Of season that six. might be the eternal season six. Because that'll save me two hours of work, which, as we all know. No one likes work. No one likes work. Name, name a person. I'll wait. <laughs> all right. We are back from a little break. We've missed you very much. We are back home in Sydney, Australia um, after doing our European tour. And today we thought we'd kind of look at how that tour was business-wise, personally, as creatives, um, and just give you a little bit of an update on that. Yeah. Um, I think it was this probably the scariest thing we've done business-wise yeah. so far. Um, and it was there were a lot of interesting takeaways from it, uh, a lot of interesting people that we met, a lot of... Uh, the structure was something that we kind of just worked out on the fly and therefore uh, I probably would do it a little bit differently next time. But I think, you know, for any of you out there who are interested in coaching or who are interested in building a uh, kind of community, community, I, guess, yeah. uh, I think that we have a lot of interesting lessons. Yeah, I agree. So for anyone who doesn't know what we did, we uh, went to the UK, um, Sweden, in Stockholm, Copenhagen, in Denmark, Berlin, in Germany. Obviously, I, that's not why I paused. Okay, I was like, whoa. <laughs> and then Italy. I was wondering if I'd missed one. We didn't work in Italy, though. No, we just chilled. It was all It was really nice, yeah. Um, so, and then when we were there, um, we did five sessions, um, one-on-one each day. Um, so we worked every day apart from travel days, and we did one-on-one sessions with creatives. Well, you're being generous. You did. You did. I did. I mostly chilled. James did join in for parts of it, um, but mostly he got us yummy drinks and food. I feel bad because I, I feel like I only started doing that in Sweden in after a week of coaching in England. Like the English kind of missed out, but that's because you were in a, the we hotel in, hotel in England. They would had drink service. But still, if you were one of our English clients, if you were one of the five people out there and I didn't give you drink service, I'm very sorry. It's okay. We were in a very lovely place in England. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's incredible. It was definitely the hardest I've ever worked. Um, you know, super emotionally intense, just, um, you know, spending so much time being so invested and involved in these incredible creatives' lives and then also travel on the side. Uh, it was really, really exhausting for me. Um, but we, we prepped for that. Um, and I feel like I was very prepared for to go into something very intense. And it was intense. And But again, I think the intensity was softened by the fact that, like, I was ready for it. Yeah, There's we, nothing like unexpected intensity to really throw you. I feel like we had a really slow period for the couple of months before we went away. We did. Right? We were really like we careful. We really geared up to it. Um, we had our greens powder we every took, day. Very you know, important. Incredible care of our bodies. <laughs> it was so funny. We were so paranoid about getting sick before we went away that we just smashed greens powder. But then for some reason, once we got away, we completely we abandoned just, ship. It's because it, this is a really boring travel story. I, mean, I gonna, think you might be about to get a lot of really boring travel stories. I'm really sorry, but. It, we took our greens powder and I'm magnesium away in these circular, if you can if you can see in the video, these circular tubs and they were full to the top with powder and absolutely every security po- checkpoint was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, it wasn't worth it. And every time, because there's no 
advice about getting powders out or not. Mm. So the first couple of times we just put, we, we had them under, we just kept getting pulled aside and treated like we were terrorists. Mm. But for the powder, for the greens for powder. The green. So we abandoned the greens powder. We did. Somewhere in Scandinavia. Yeah. I don't know. Another fun security story is when we were leaving. Oh yeah, Italy. It was the last day, wasn't it? Was this the podcast mic one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was hilarious. Was it yeah. Italy? Yeah, it was leaving Rome, oh. coming home. Yeah, coming home. And the, I had the podcast mic in my bag and um, they were suspicious of it. And they didn't know what it was. It just looked like this big, I don't know, like metal dildo. I don't know what they thought. Yeah. Anyway, the, one of the guard, they got one of the guards over there to look at it and they were like, oh, no, 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 I know. You're a singer. And I was like, no, I'm a podcaster. And they were like, oh, yeah, podcaster. Oh, it was yeah. really cool. And then they just waved us on. They yeah. didn't even have to open the bag. It was good. So there you go. Secu- everyone at security checkpoints knows. It's like fil- podcasting is a legit career out yeah, there at yeah. security checkpoints. They know now. They do know. So That was fun. Um, yeah. What are we talking about? I have no idea. Um, we're talking about what we did on the tour. Yeah. And then, so yeah, so one-on-one sessions, five times a week. And it, I was amazed by how you held up. Yeah. You didn't collapse. There was a few moments. Sweden, the first getting into Sweden, then when we finally got there, and I was so happy the hotel was incredible, incredible hotel. If anyone wants to go be in Stockholm, the Sparrow, highly recommend, Mm. great Mm -hmm. service, just beautiful. But when I got there, I was like, I'm not okay. And I just had, that was probably one of the lower moments. I was just like, I'm not okay. How am I ever going to be okay? And I just remember sitting on the bed being like, fuck. (laughs) Yeah. And that was, but you know, again, I rallied. I yeah, even, you rallied. I don't even think I really cried that much. The interesting thing was how your body made it till the very last session, and you finished the very last session, and like twenty minutes after that, you collapsed. I know. And it was like not physically collapsed, like you didn't fall over, but no. your body imploded. It did. I was in. I was in like I would say like eight out of ten pain. And we did such a good job of taking care of you I and mean, yeah. everything right yeah like you know we, we had slow days we i mean that's not true we did do a lot we of did slow mornings we did slow mornings yeah. um gave us you know we didn't put any pressure on ourselves to see all the sites and yeah, do everything yeah. blah 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 um we really made the the work or well, the meeting the focus and then we yeah. just relaxed a lot yeah um but even doing everything right i feel like it was still a lot like it was still a packed schedule it was yeah it was a lot and we had so many beautiful creatives we got to see over there in a non-professional manner as well mm-hmm. and a lot of friends and it was just it was a lot but yeah on the very last day um had a gorgeous client session perfect finish to the tour and then i got upstairs lay in bed and my stomach like i was like appendix like mm. at one point i was like what is the berlin hospital system like <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I was so grateful at that time because I was like, fuck, you just held it together. And it was like, you know, I often feel so at war with my body, but there was just this beautiful moment of like, she held it together so hard. Mm. And she held it together to right until I, she didn't need to anymore. It's just so cute. It's so cute. It's so cute. It's so sweet. It's, it reminds me of, you know, when you're like back in the, having exams or something and you're like, mm. I mean, not that I studied that much in school, but in uni, I did study. Mm. And I just remember, you know, you just put the work in up to, you know, you know, you have two weeks of study and you're like, okay, I'm just going to do it. And then after those two weeks finish, you just, your brain just switches off. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like your, your brain is so amazing. It can really respond to a need. It can, for yeah. For you, but then it's always borrowing. Yeah. It's something from something Resources else, from yeah. itself. So after that, my, had a very bad pain day, but then honestly, you know, I wasn't great, but I wasn't, I wasn't bedridden. Mm. And then when we got to Italy, we had this like just incredible week at this fucking random hotel in Italy, which I mean, find me a non-random hotel in Italy. Yeah, big time. You can't. 
Um, Hotel Silvestro outside of San Gimignano in Tuscany. Honest to God, I loved it so much. I loved it so, so much. And I think the shock from coming from Scandinavia where everything's so expensive and you go to Italy and it's like... It was so cool. So, you know... Everything is just so much cheaper. It's just affordable and you're like, wow, this is incredible. And not that, like, obviously Scandinavia... We loved it there. It was the best. It just simply was expensive. That's yeah. just a fact. And it was just, you just, every time you're paying for something, you're like, holy oh fuck. God. You're like, I wanted this, maybe wanted this tour to be profitable, but seeing the bill, I, I, it will never be. <laughs> Do you want to talk about um, business-wise? How yeah, this tour I'd like to. So I think, you know, it would have been, we could have definitely made this tour a profit engine, like a profit machine. It yeah. would have been really easy to do it profitably, I think. How like, would you have done it profitably? Well, we would have... Um, flown over as cheaply as we could have lol we would have stayed in hostels yeah and then met, met people out at cafes or yeah. something um and we that that pretty much would have done it yeah but we were like well we're doing something scary doing something new and our strategy in business is always basically like just try something out and see if it works yeah and we wanted to try something out like we didn't necessarily want this tour to be profitable yeah it wasn't the intention it was like we just want to go over there and see if this sort of thing works yeah. so we're going to make it as comfortable as possible for ourselves so we went bougie yeah and look i haven't done the numbers yet but we either broke even or just didn't <laughs> definitely didn't make any money no we didn't but we paid but for again we there. never intended to no um, and it was like more of an exploratory thing and yeah. i think that just speaks to what something i really love about our business philosophy is we're not just like, well, we're going to crunch numbers and we're only going to do something if we're guaranteed to earn a sub- such and such profit. It's just like, yeah. no, like we, we are going to go over there. And sure, we don't want to, obviously no one wants to we're, lose money. Yeah. But we're going to basically just like look after ourselves, do this as easily as possible because we both realize where comfort is so important to us. Yes. And, and I want to take this divergence really quickly. Can I take over? Sure. So like tune out if you are Enneagram haters, which I know a lot of you are, and that's okay. You just- Really? They, a lot of them hate Enneagram? People, there's like really, people really hate it. Wow. Chanel yeah. hates it. Chanel, come on. I know. Anyway, in Enneagram, obviously you have your nine personality traits, but you also have, oh my God, like I just want you to know, I really don't know a lot about it. And I'm also very bad, bad at retaining information. So take this with a grain of salt. There are three like, oh fuck. I don't know what the types are called. Mm. They're called preservation. You can be a preservation, then your number. So I'm a four, James is five, a preservation four, a preservation five, um, a sexual four, sexual five, or a relation. Yeah. Oh, no, sexual is about, so, yeah, sexual isn't sexual about sex, it's about relationships. Preservation and social. Social. And they're all about how, what's your, what, are you, what are you motivated by? So uh, the sexual one isn't really about sex. It's more about like intimate relationships. So when you're going somewhere, you're, what is your priority? Your priority is to make sure that you have intimate connections. Um, the uh, social one is about how you're perceived in situations. So when you go to a situation, you're very uh, concerned and you want to understand how you will be perceived socially, like, uh, you know, how, you know, it's almost like um, a bit status oriented mm. and then preservation is going to a situation and understanding how you're going your body and physically going to be felt so you know are you going to have the right food are you going to be comfortable are you going to be able to sleep right are you going to be able to you know do the things you need to do to serve yourself anyway it is very obvious to me and james that we are huge preservation fours and fives mm-hmm. um and it, it's so important to us to feel safe and to feel like we can do hard things to make sure that our bodies are going to be taken care of and our minds are going to be taken care of and the situations we put ourselves in are going to have what we need. Yeah, so we're like, we're going to go over to Europe and we're going to have this very intense experience. 
And to add onto that, like the last, when I, when I used to go to Europe, it used to always be hostels and trains and things like that. And this time it's like, no, we're going to go bougie because we know we have this super intense thing to do and we just need also, to Also, I want to. Yeah, we want to as well. We want to do. I'm, I'm way bougier than James, but like, and I have a lot of shame around it, but like, I am so bougie. Like, I just love I don't think expensive I mean, things. I like bougie as well, but like for particular things I'm interested in. I love, okay, guys, we flew business. It was so cool. I loved it so much. I felt so taken care of. That trip is normally a fucking hellscape and it was so fun. But like from the moment we chose to do that, we were like, we're not going to be profitable. <laughs> I'm like, savings account, activate. Yeah. No, I mean, we're so like we can't blessed. like we can't afford to go business like in in any reasonable accountant would be like that was the fucking dumbest thing you've ever done. But like it was amazing. We're not broke from it. I know we're not broke. Sorry, I don't want to say but like. It wasn't, it, wasn't it, you know, it was clearly a priority of ours that we wanted to do that. It was so like, you know. A lot of people, most people probably would have not chosen to spend their money there because if you were in the same financial situation. That's what I mean. Us, you wouldn't have, cho- most people wouldn't have chosen to allocate their resources in that way. But we did. did. Was it worth it? Oh, I loved it. I loved it And because too. I'm a huge av geek, so, which means that I spend hours of my life watching YouTube videos of Planes? flights. So I will spend literally tens and tens of hours, maybe hundreds of hours I've spent yeah. on YouTube watching flight videos. And I will watch the same, like I will watch the same kind of plane from 10 different reviewers or like not even reviewers. They're just like, it's almost like ASMR. They just go, it is very just ASMR. take you along and they're like, here I am. Very and, here's the, and I'm obsessed with it. So like me getting on a fancy plane or any kind of flight, I'm like, oh my God, what model is it? Like what number is it? Yeah. Is it, you know, we had, we had the, t- uh, the hundredth, of, no, the 10,000th 10, ever made Airbus. And I was like, <gasps> we were on that plane. And I was so excited. Yeah. And, so it was real joy. Yeah. It was awesome. And like, we really just sat in it and enjoyed it. And it was just delightful. Yeah. Um, but that is just to say, like, we could. Do you have... want to give a review quickly of your planes? Um, I guess so. I mean, I just, I mean, I mean, this is a this is a podcast for because we kind of did we did because we're not know, really talking about creativity here. We chopped and changed a little bit, and we flew a few different airlines to try and make the cost down a little bit. Um, and I really, you know, Qantas, our national airline, everyone, you know, like Australians love it, but it's piece. It's shit. It's shit. Comparatively shit. It's like. They don't give I've always a said it, it feels like you've turned up to your friend's parents' house for dinner and they're kind of pissed because they didn't buy enough food and they're like, have to feed you somehow now. Mm. And, and they're just like, oh, fuck. Like, I only have four pieces of chicken and now there are five of us. And it just, you, you feel like a minor inconvenience you do. on Qantas. You do. Even in business. Yeah. And then Finnair was lovely. We just like, Finnair was incredible. And we had their new planes. Yep. And then Singapore was the best. Yeah, Singapore was the best. Although Finnair was truly lovely. But I was also, it was a bad time to fly, you know, because I was literally just slept through it all. But, and, you know, and the reason, another reason we, we flew businesses is because we came in and we were working. Immediately. And, immediately. Yeah. So it's like, do you want to, and we were, we had very little jet lag. It was like straight into it. it was we amazing. could feel, we felt great. Yeah. And it was like, do you want to arrive refreshed? And the same, you know, when we arrived home, we knew we had to get the collective, the collective ready for launch. So we were like, do we want to be flying in exhausted or do we want to be flying and feeling fresh? Yeah. And ready and to we work. Did. It was so good. And I think the thing is, it's like, you might not want to make, if you do a business trip or if you, um, or even anything you do in your business, it's like, you might, things might not be perfect for like the technical bottom line, but for the actual operation of your business and for the health of your business in the long term. Yeah, it is better. Certain decisions that might look crazy Mm. might end up great. I really agree with that. 
think yeah. really, really and like because you got to look after yourself like you're playing the long game yes you're not trying to but at the same this time this tour felt like us playing the long game yeah yeah it's like we weren't going over there to be profitable we were going over there to essentially i mean it was essentially a marketing trip mm. in a way um and obviously very grateful for if all the people who listening. we <laughs> who we coached i'm very grateful for who essentially funded us yeah eight, six and a half amazing weeks overseas and um, fuck we just awesome. i worked with and also something that was just the best was i that every single person i worked with like obviously like i wouldn't bitch about anyone if I, there was a dick but there wasn't everyone there was so incredible like, consistently they're doing the most incredible most powerful stuff and i just fallen in love with ev- literally everyone like my heart i just it was incredible people are doing such cool shit out there <laughs> i think something that's interesting is like obviously you have a bit of a love hate with one-on-ones right like you've tried to scale back your one-on-ones, but now you've just tried. No, but then with this too, it was like, well, now let's do the biggest one-on-one month and a half yeah, of our yeah. life. So do you, like, what was your thought, What were your thoughts behind that? I loved it. Mm. So I um, think it was just about being in person. Um, and also it was really exciting. You know, we were, all, we, we were always doing it at the hotels and the were beautiful hotels that we were staying at and, you know, in new cities. And it just felt um, so fresh and exciting every time I had a session. And um, I love the in-person part of it. Like, you know, I'm so grateful that we've had this incredible opportunity to make an online business. And like, truly, I'm so grateful, but I don't enjoy, um, I love the intimacy of getting to like hug creatives and be in their presence and feel where they're at. And, and it was just, for me, it's a hundred times better getting to be with them. Mm. Um, And I think that just doing one-on-ones on Zoom and online for me, it's just, I think I'm spending a lot of time and a lot of energy trying to uh, read creatives and understand creatives in, in a on a platform that doesn't really allow for that and, mm. it, and for me a zoom call is the expenditure of energy is like 10x mm. to an in-person one or maybe that's not true i think the reward i get from an in-person one is like 10x and then balances out and that's yeah. the thing is if you can find some great reward from whatever creative work you're doing it's going to help you to keep going mm. it was so rewarding and like this is not something i want to do all year this you know one-on-ones are definitely you know i mean it's where i th- think i thrive in a connection space like relationally i feel much better on a one-on-one situation than in a, in a group but um and I, but i don't want to do it all year and i like that we have figured out a way of doing it in this very mm. unique um space so what do you think we'll do differently if we do it not when we do another tour because we will we will yeah we'll come over to the u.s and we'll come over to canada and, and i'm really really excited for that um so the i'm not entirely sure yeah um we will definitely go carry on again. Oh, carry on, carry on only it was, was the best. It was lit. Yeah. Um, the one time we had to put it under, and it was like a, it was a stressful day because we caught two planes, so I had the, the luggage had to connect. It did it. It did it. I know. Which it, isn't technically a plug for carry on. That's a plug for putting it under. Yeah, it is. So that was one time where we, they we had to put it under. But we were really stressed the whole time. Yeah, um, which was a shame, but it you know it worked um, and clothing wise like i never felt like i didn't have enough clothing i think it only worked because it was summer but because you didn't have to have big heavy jackets but it worked i loved my outfits you look great did a tiny bit of shopping left you know kind of purged a little bit Mm. it was good wouldn't so would would do that again yeah definitely but in terms of the work what would you do differently i don't know what would you do what do you think i don't know i think i think it did work really well um I think it worked really well. Maybe, maybe re- re- would we replace some individuals with a group? Group, yeah. Something that I would love to do, and I'm not really sure how you get people to do this, is to do small sessions. So like uh, like five people 
Um, so we can create a real relationships within that space. Um, so people can feel witnessed by more than just me. Um, and yeah, like have like small group coaching. I think the problem is often logistically, it's like, if you want to hire out a space, most spaces are for a hundred people or something. Yeah, so yeah. you're like, well, I'm not going to spend the cost of hiring out a hundred person space to have five people. So it's like, yeah, yeah. So we were, we were going to do a tour, which was weekly big session so um what am I trying to say? workshops mm. um but the logistics of that exhausted me and i didn't want to navigate finding spaces in, in countries i didn't know um and also with covid we decided that it would be safer and all around easier for us to do one-on-ones um and it really was like i would do that again i really feel like it was a the the tour the whole tour was an exercise in choosing the easy path, path. of least resistance and it was like yeah can we do all these complicated options like can we hire out spaces but like no what we're gonna do is just gonna meet people one-on-one in our hotel mm. and we're gonna we can just you know that's only 25 emails we have to send out and receive back yeah or, organizing the, logis- the details of that yeah squarespace had a booking system for us to use it so, worked really so really well smooth. and it was just like the simplest thing i felt like logistics wise we spent almost no time having to worry about it no it was logistically so smooth and for us like more for me more i fucking hate logistics like i literally hate them so much it stresses me out so much mm. yeah and well, I mean, then luckily we also used a travel agent. Yeah, and she was and she the was incredible, best. so so good. If anyone, I don't know. You well, need to be in Australia. Is, Christina was the best. Yeah, she probably you probably do have to be in Australia, but if any Australians if are interested Aussie, in using yeah. her, the great thing about travel agents is they don't cost you anything. Yeah, it's just like this basic this free service. It's free, <laughs> and they just organize your travel for you. Like, and she did such a good job. It's like, what's the catch? And we and she followed my stories and she just loved she was just like really she wanted us to have a great yeah. trip you know, she was just there she's there all if you, the time if you have any problems with connections if you have any problems with you know flights being cancelled and stuff just she's just on it yeah and it's just like another bam choose the easy option yeah and every time we chose the easy option and it was great yeah another example of us choosing the easy option was in our meetup so in every town that we went to uh we did a meet a creative meetup um and we fucked it a little bit in london we did yeah because we chose to meet in a pub yeah which i just think also london's such a big city it was way harder to organize i think honestly respect all creators who live in london it is such an intense space so then you know trying to find bookings in pubs like that, we just went fuck we'll just do the easy option everywhere else and we'll meet in a park in the middle of the city Yes. And just people can just come to the park and sit down on the grass with us. And have picnics. And, and luckily picnic. the weather has been so good. And the easy option worked way better. Oh my God, it worked so Surprise. much Surprise. And I think we all think the hard option is going to be the best. It's like, no, no, no. We're good. no if I just, that one obviously like has more way more resistance and therefore the more resistance more I can be- plow yeah. through, the better it's going to be. It's like, no, the, definitely the easiest option worked for us in all cases. Yeah. So yeah, we met up with creators in the park. I think that was a real highlight for you, James. Like, I, I loved it. That. I know it was a highlight for me too. I just know that James loved it. Yeah. Um, it was beautiful. It was beautiful coming together. Once again, because everyone was a fucking legend. It was like... Fucking legend. It was like non-legends need not come. Need, need not apply. Need not apply. And no one came who wasn't a legend. Oh, and we just met the coolest fucking people who were doing so much different art. You know, like the... the just... It break my heart. Yeah. Break my heart in a good way. Like yeah. people are doing such cool stuff. I'm so proud of us. I mean, I often get like someone will message us and be like, I'm doing this, this and this. And it's like so overwhelming. We almost can't look at it. It's like, Amy's like, I can't look at this message because it's so, it fills me with such strong yeah. love. Yeah. Basically. Like I, I can't look at it. It's a really interesting thing. I've never actually spoken about before. Like mm. I will obviously have an inability to read messages or to connect properly because I'm too overwhelmed with how incredibly full of love I am and for all full of gratitude or just full of 
deep pride and it hurts like I physically don't want to look it's like looking at a bright light and I will often I'll open like a DM and I'll see it and I'm like I cannot read this it's too much <laughs> it's always funny because it's like if someone's sends you a mean email it's like what, what do you want to do straight away well fuck you too yeah, like, yeah, blah, 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 yeah. and like you have to almost that's when you, you have to pull yourself back yeah so you don't react like that but if someone sends you a lovely email it's almost like I find it takes me way longer to reply. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Or it might take me months sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. And then I keep thinking about it and I'm like, that was just so cute and I can't do it justice. I can't yeah, do it Yeah, yeah, I think reply. that's what it is. It's like, I justice. cannot, like, I can't verbally articulate to me what that meant to me. Yeah. And so I feel this like, almost like painful stalemate where I'm like, I can't tell you. Oh my yeah. God, I hurt so much. Anyway, I had that experience like fucking hundreds of times during uh, Europe. And yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. Um, highlight and low light for you. Um, highlight was the food. All I mean, everywhere, but I fucking loved the food in Scandinavia. It was mm. I didn't expect to. Yes, it was. A but surprise. even though it was triple the cost of anywhere else, it was also really good. It was crazy. We ate. We were like on the first night in um, Stockholm. We were like, oh, we'll eat Swedish food. I don't even know what Swedish food is. So we asked the hotel concierge. We were like, what can we, where, what's Swedish food around here? And they're like, eh, the restaurant on the corner, we'll book it for you. And we turned up and we were like, oh my God, this is amazing. I know, it was so good. It was so, so good. fresh, just like fucking lovely. So fresh, so great. And also the breakfasts in Copenhagen and Sweden and Stockholm were fucking They were amazing. Right? That was something I loved is because as Australians, we have the best breakfast in the world. Sorry, we do. No one else gets it. So I'm not going to go and spend my limited resources of brain power trying to figure out where to have breakfast yeah so i just think the hotel breakfast is often such a great option for me and it and they were, so and they were good. all great they were so especially good. Such good in pastries. scandinavia oh yeah, my god shit, man. berlin was not great i ate, i reckon four cardamom buns per day in copenhagen that was a real highlight a huge highlight i'm trying to think of my highlight there was just so many it was very overwhelming mm. We went to, actually, I think this is something we would do differently if we went back to Europe is we really fucked ourselves in um, the two places that we love the most in the world, which is Oxford and Rome. We gave ourselves two nights and one night. <laughs> two nights and one night in our favorite places because I don't know why. I, I think it was a bit of a defense mechanism. I don't know. Well, we didn't choose the easy option in those two cases. Where it's like We were like, no, we've got to try and, let's try and push ourselves a little bit here and yeah. try and stay, go somewhere a bit different yeah. or like, do something a bit different. And that was okay. Like, I understand why, but I also feel like we could have, like, also just stayed in Oxford for a bit longer. I w my parents have moved from Oxford where the, I, you know, I grew up and where they lived and they came to Australia during COVID because, or after co after the big waves of COVID because they didn't like how far away they were from us. And for, I, even though it's great that they're nearer me, I also broke my heart and I was very upset to go back there without them there. I didn't mm. like going there without a home. Yeah, yeah. And I was very scared that I was going to feel a lot of grief going to Oxford without my without a home there so i think that was why it was a bit of a defense move so that was a bit of a mistake i think yeah. oh we were noticed on the street a couple of times <gasps> oh my god huge! i just want to put out a blanket if you ever see us on the street please just come up to us so fun like awesome had a great time and yeah. just come and say hi yes i mean i guess in sydney it's probably not going to happen so much because weirdly all of you are outside of sydney yes but if you do see us just don't feel don't feel shy come say hello it always yeah. feels like meeting an old friend it does it's, the intimacy that i found with these creatives was really interesting to me like mm. as soon as i you know met them i was just like i feel like i know you and they were like i it must be weird for you because i feel like i know you i'm like no i also feel like i know you yeah because um, it's so often in life we don't have any commonality with our friends with the creativity well i know we don't so mm -hmm. it's like you we can't talk about it the things we really want to talk about with people but then 
we meet someone from this community. It's like, no, there's already like an instant connection there. Yeah, so beautiful. Mm. Yeah, that was really fun being noticed, which is classic Amy. She loves attention. Can I just say, the water in Sweden oh. is like, I'd rather drink that than soda the or a nice wine. Sweden. It was like the purest tap water. Tap, mind wa- you. tap water. I don't know what it was. I think it was, it came from like a mountain spring or something, but it was amazing. It was so good. And the water, I don't like the water anywhere else, anywhere else in Europe. I'm a water snob. He, I, I can't tell you. He is such a water snob. It is so annoying. So like I'm every time he like goes to the tap and he like tastes it in London. He's, oh, he's always gosh. extra mean about England because he knows it annoys me because it was my home. And he's like, this is disgusting. What the fuck? And then, you know, Copenhagen, no, it's too smooth. This is a big This is a big thing that he says about European water. The water is too smooth. It's too smooth. Anyway, you, you then we finally I mean. got to Sweden and he's like getting the water on the tap. And I'm like, oh my God, he's going to hate it. And then he was like, this Perfect. is the best water I've ever tasted. Perfect. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, great. Highlight. That was the highlight. Yeah, I think it's funny. Once again, this is all really boring, I'm sure, to most of you. But you often see online people say that they don't like the water of wherever they're traveling to. It's like, I love Australian water, but people come here and they're like, it's disgusting. I had to have bottled water when I was there. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, you must just get used to whatever. We're, it's, we're, so, we're so funny. I was theorizing that I like, I really like the, like, the taste of fluoride and chlorine. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, we have I mean, very maybe high that's what our, We're very high fluoride, fluoride levels in our water, which is why we all have good teeth. Um, Not me. Poor, but, poor you have, but you do have very strong, true, healthy I do, teeth. Actually, I do. Because so, um, we're all fluorided up. Yeah. Okay, low lights. Uh, the train from Stockholm to Copenhagen. What the fuck? Yeah, that was an annoying They just time. kicked us off 80% of the way through. And they're like, oh, sorry. Um, no we'll more train. Or- we'll organize a bus. And then like our bus comes for thousands of people. And we're all like, well, great. Um, what did Amy do? Amy basically beat her way through a crowd of people to get the only taxi. I like seduced him. I'm not ashamed of it. But then I turned up like 10 seconds later and he was like, damn it, I've already agreed to this. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was a bit of travel. But we were so lucky. Like, we've had so many friends that were traveling over this summer period. And fuck me, the stories. Like, mm. listening to Tash and Sean's stories. Oh, my gosh. Friends who lost their bags multiple times. Like, like, and, oh, my God. The tra- it's just horrendous. Mm. But that was our only real travel issue that we had. My low light was getting stuck in literally the middle of nowhere, in the middle of Berlin, and it was like shitting it down with rain. And you had gone into James's, I'm so uncomfortable and upset, I'm just not gonna talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and we just didn't know, we didn't know where we were. And we were exhausted. But then, Lionscape saved the day. Yes, we could see Sonia and Gashpa after that, which was nice. Yeah. Very, very nice. So we went to an art show. It was lovely. Gosh, I'm just sitting here thinking how boring it must be to listen to. You know when someone else is telling you their travel stories and you're like, I'm not really interested in this. Why are you still talking? <laughs> and yet here we are still talking. I don't know. We can have it in the background when people do stuff. Like yeah, this is maybe a in the background episode. I feel like there's been a few little nuggets of... Sure. If there are any specific questions about how we conducted the trip and um, yeah. if you have any questions about how it might apply to your business or your coaching business, yeah, just, just message let us, us. Know. let us know. Yeah. And that's Is that us done? I don't know. I'm really interested to see how Paul can get three reels out of that. I was thinking about that. Hopefully they're just like random travel reels. Yeah, do your best, Paul. Do your best. Okay. All right, everyone. We love you guys. We're very grateful for you. Um, We'll see you next week. See you next week. I think it was good.
Do you think so? Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever, it's more of us. We're the stars. Exactly. We're the stars. Look at this. Look at this moneymaker. This should be the real. 